What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. Because these are not friends. <laughs> because I feel like it's my page. Right. And I should be able to post what I want to post. I live my life unapologetically. I do. I'm glad to be at home. It's cold outside. So Is it really? I know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about your 80 degrees. It was today. Your, I don't want to hear about your tank tops and all of that kind of stuff. I don't want to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> just let me be up here and be cold and just say, oh, yeah, it's cold. That's how I want you to respond. I don't want to hear nothing about your hot weather and your tank tops. I forget about the other side of the world still dealing with the cold weather. Yes, it was. It's 50 degrees, but I promise you it feels like maybe 35 because there's like a little bit of wind and there's like no real sun. And so it is really cold. Like it's really cold and I'm so over it. I'm just over it. So I shouldn't tell you the high here today was 83. Oh my gosh. And I had on sandals. And I had on pumps. And you know how when it's so cold outside that you get ashy before you get to wherever? (laughs) That's how it was. Like I got my, I got ashy before I even got to work. Like it was, it's just ridiculous. I'm over it. And will somebody tell Virginia yeah. that it's springtime already? I'm, I'm ready. Please do. I'm ready for spring. But anyway, spring has sprung. Yes. But anyway, so I wanted to get right into car chatter because I had something to talk about because I know you saw it. Jesse Smollett was got all the charges cleared. Like all of them. I saw that. What? Who he pay? Who he know? What he do? Exactly. <laughs> so they said that he made some kind of deal, but the deal is sealed. So, right when he wanted cameras in the courtroom, but he wants the deal sealed. Right, the deal is sealed. Okay, and so I'm like, well, go ahead, Jesse, then. Um, you just gonna seal the deal and who did you pay off? Because there was a lot of evidence showing that he did something. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure some of that is gonna come out. Yeah, because did you see the, the conference? Um, the the press conference with 
the mayor. Oh, yeah. I do know the mayor is not happy oh, at all. The mayor basically called out Jesse Smollett. He called out the district attorney. Like, he was hot along with the police yeah. chief. They were hot. They were like, yeah. his fine is like $10,000. That's just a smidgen of what, you know, they spent investigating this whole thing, especially when they thought that somebody had attacked him, you know. And so, yeah, he he got off, though. He did. Well, t- and I tell me, what did you think about when... Dr. Dre posted that his daughter got into USC on her own. Okay. No money. No yeah. kickbacks. No oh. payments. Okay. And he got some backlash and then he deleted his post. Okay. So I saw that and a lot of people on the on the post that I saw, a lot of people were saying, hey, why can't a dad just be proud? And then other people were like, you mean to tell me that you don't think this $70 million, you know, didn't have anything to do with it? And so they're saying that he gave the $7 million like 10, I guess like 10 or 12 years ago or something like that. Um, and And I get that. But do you really think that they're, they're going to deny his daughter entry? When he gave $70 million? Like... Yeah, and and I know he... And I feel bad that he felt like he needed to delete it because he was proud of his daughter. Right. And I do think that there is an obvious difference between years ago, him giving... He and someone else... uh, I I forget the guy's name. Yeah. Uh Gave this money... And fast forward years later, his daughter gets into the school. This is very different than somebody taking a test for her or them lying on an application saying she's playing lacrosse or something. It's very different. Absolutely. I don't think that, uh, and I think that was kind of what DJ Envy was trying to say on The Breakfast Club. If you can help your kids out if there's something that you can do give them a certain advantage is there really a problem with it in that respect okay if she got a second look because of something that he did that's one thing but I don't really think we can compare that to the parents that were paying you know here let my child in and here here's some money for you oh absolutely I, yeah. I absolutely think there's a difference. Yeah, like paying right now, specifically saying you'll get X amount of dollars if you put my daughter on the tennis team, but she's never going to play. She's never played tennis. Right. You know, that's right. different than, yeah, my dad gave money years ago, but I I don't think that it hurt that he gave Seventy million dollars. You know, I don't I'm think sure they that gave it, her a favorable nod. Right. I don't think that they would be able to, you know, turn her away with, you know, her dad giving that kind of money. Now, I do feel bad for her because either way, you know, this was a big deal for her, and it got overshadowed because 
people probably wouldn't have thought about that if this whole school scandal hadn't come out. You know. Oh right, not and at all. So not at all. I think not at all. for the because I know how how what a big deal that is for your kids when they get in the school that they wanted to get in. You know, so um, it's kind of sad that she got caught up in the fallout. You know, so and like you said, him too, because I'm sure this is a a big deal for him. But you yes. know. It, I'm sure it doesn't hurt that my daddy gave $70 million because I'm sure my daughters could have got in their school of choice had I given $70 million, 70000 maybe. <laughs> Probably yeah. 7000 they could have got in the school of their choice. Like, so I don't think that hurt. But, you know, as a parent, I'm sure that's, you know, not a good feeling. Everybody ragging right. you on Twitter, Instagram, and all of that. So, yeah, I did. I did see it. Felt kind of bad, but I'm sure they'll live. She going to USC. She'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they will they will both be fine. <laughs> yes, they will be fine because if you have seven seventy million dollars to give away, you'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Anyway, we can get right into the conversation for this week. And I saw a question somewhere about how important is marriage? So how important is marriage to you now over 40? And how important was marriage to you back then like in your 20s or whatever do you see it the same it or was, is there it, a difference it was yeah well in my 20s I wanted to get married because that's just something that I always saw that in me okay I'm gonna get married I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that live in this house do this have this kind of job and I had that <laughs> right and now I don't right <laughs> So, yes, in my 20s, I did want to get married, and I did, and I divorced. Mm -hmm. Fast forward over 45, do I want to get married again? Uh, It's it's, it's not a requirement. I'm not going to say that I want to get married, and I'm not going to say that I don't want to get married. I will say it is not a requirement for me at this stage in my life. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I kind of feel the the same way um when I was in my 20s, I desperately wanted to be married. Like I wanted to be married, I wanted to have the kids, the dog, the house, the nice car, even like a minivan kind of situation. Like in my twenties and thirties, I wanted all of that. I wanted to take my kids to soccer and track and you know all of that kind of stuff. I wanted all of that, and I got all of that it was It was great until it wasn't and um fast forward to now over fifty um it's it's not a requirement, and probably. Because I've already done it. So it's, it's yes. I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like. I'm not opposed to it. I would get married again if 
the person that I'm with, if that's important to them, then I would do that. But I'm going into um, situations knowing that it's not a requirement. So I don't want anybody feeling like, oh, we have to get married or whatever. Like, it's not a requirement. If we do, great. If we don't, great. You know? That's great, too. Yeah. (laughs) And I I should note, saying that the... Being married in a marriage at this point in life is not a requirement. It's not saying that a relationship is not the desire. Okay. Because that is. Right. It's just, it doesn't have to end in, do you take this man and woman to be your lawfully wedded? <laughs> right, right. I don't have to have the piece yeah. of paper. What I do have to have is commitment like I yes. I want commitment I want the long term relationship we just don't have to walk down the aisle or go before the pastor or the judge or whoever we don't we don't have to do all of that but I do need to feel like you're in it for the long haul like you know you're in it to win it I do want that but I don't have to have the the paper now Having said that, since we're saying marriage is not a requirement, but you do want the relationship. So, how do you feel about shacking versus marriage? And I know I'm good people, with it. People say I'm good shacking. With it. Okay. I, so <laughs> like I don't I, I don't have a problem with it. And again, I think that it's it's based on the relationship. It's based on a couple, right. would I live with my significant other? Yeah, I would. Right. I, and, and I don't feel like I have to get married to him to make that happen. Okay. But you know, a lot of, at a certain point, it's like if you're not living together and you both have your own place, he spent times at your place. You'll spend times at his place. And it's just kind of, if you're doing adult things anyway. <laughs> right. Right. What difference does it make? Right. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm there with you. I, um, I want, I, I would prefer if we're going down that track that we would live together but it doesn't again have to lead lead to marriage. Okay, but, so that's your that would be your preference. That would be my preference. And and for okay. a couple of different probably not so important reasons, but for one, I don't like to I don't like to live by myself. <laughs> so, I'm okay I, with um, that. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily like to live by myself. And so I'm okay if we live together, but we need a big enough place that we're not sitting on top of each other all the time. Like we have to have a couple of TVs. We need an upstairs and a downstairs. So when I do want my me time, I'm not looking across at the other couch and you're sitting there and we have to watch this one TV. I don't I don't want to do that. I yeah, but what if he wants to? What if it's hard to get your me time because he's always under you? 
And I go into situations letting people know that I have to I have to have that space. So we need just because <laughs> it's just two of us, we need at least three bedrooms. You know, so <laughs> so you can do you I we need at least three TVs. So we can, you know, split up and watch something. We can come together and watch something. Like, I know who I am now at this age, so I know what, you know, what I want. I We have to have a certain amount of space, and because we're putting two incomes together, we should be able to afford what we need. Should be. Yeah. Should be. We should be able to afford exactly, you know, what we need. But but when you live together, do you feel like um, family and friends will judge you for living together? Because I asked that because when I was younger and before me and my ex-husband got married, we lived together. And, you know, a couple of family members made comments that... Oh, definitely. You know, you Depending should be on married. how you were raised... That could definitely be an issue. And the way that I would raise, I was raised, yeah, that would be an issue. But I am that person where they don't question me. And if they have something to say, they'll say it amongst themselves. Right, because right. I'm grown. <laughs> and I take care of me. So it's okay to have your opinion. And I respect that. But... At the end of the day, I'm going to have to do me. Right. And I'm okay with that. Now, I'm not going to throw something in your face if I know that you're uncomfortable with it or that's not really your cup of tea. uh, I'm I'm not going to rub your face in it. Right, right. But I'm going to do it. I feel the same way, especially now. When I was younger, that um, that did bother me. You know, if I still did me when I was younger, I remember I did it. Really? And I remember my dad didn't like it. He didn't like it. And so, okay, well, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I felt <laughs> now it didn't stop me. It's not like I moved or anything, but I did feel some kind of way about it. Like I always felt, I don't know, like I was doing something wrong, but I didn't stop doing it. But I felt like I was right. doing something wrong. Now, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I don't feel like, you know, I I need to answer to anybody. Like you said, if it's not something that you you get into, then I won't bring it up or maybe not invite you over or you don't spend the night or whatever. Okay, so tell me this as, as the tables turn because you said it wasn't really the thing to do, but you did it and you felt bad. And now you don't. You're just like free with what you do. So how does that or would that play a role with you and your girls? Right. Would you have an issue You know if what? they did it? This is going to sound like horrible, horrible parenting, but I wouldn't. I, I, wouldn't okay. have a, I wouldn't have a problem with it just because I think that that gives you a glimpse of a person like a real glimpse of a person when you live with somebody so you see all the things because even when you spend a night like once a week or something you know people act differently when you 
he may not be doing all the things that he does day in and day out. If you spend a night so you're there, I'm I'm all for your viewpoint. Your viewpoint would be I'm okay with it. And and as and you know, if the alternative is you get married to me and then it ends in a divorce. Absolutely. I want you to go ahead and do it and see what it's like. Now don't do it forever. You know, like, but see, that's the thing when you do it and you're into it, and a year goes by, and two years go by, and then it's like, oh, what, what, you know, right? We're already here, right? So, yeah, I, I was clear with them about that. Like, go this, you should already know that marriage is what you all are about to do. This is just letting you know this is the final step before we, you know, raise the bar and say, yeah, we, we're doing it. But that yeah. should already be in the picture. Like, you know, so, yeah. But I'm okay with it. And I know a lot of parents aren't, but I feel like you that just lets you know who a person is. And marriage is such a big step. You know, especially when you're young because you start having children or you start buying houses together and doing all these things. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard to get out of that. So you want to... And you don't want them to do it because they feel like that's what's expected of them. Right, right. I, I don't yeah. want them to do anything that they expect, um, that they think that I expect to do that would affect right. their lives. You know, yeah. do, do you, yeah. you know, so. So back on the over 50, do you find that people that you come in contact with today, are they, do they still have marriage on the brain or do they fall more in line with what we're saying? Like what they want to date or have a relationship and, and marriage is not that important. Um, you know what? But it's really crazy when I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying, you know, that marriage is a requirement for them. And she was really, yeah, and she was like 52 years old and she was in and had been married. So before? I talked to two people. One person had been married a couple of times and still said that marriage mm. was a requirement for them. And another person said that they had never been married and marriage was a requirement. Okay. But I was really surprised, I guess more so of the person who said marriage was, you know, was a requirement, even though they had been married before. Yeah. I can see that with people that have never been married. Like most of the people that I come in contact with, they have been married. Mm-hmm. Or they're they are married or have been married, and the ones that have divorced, for the most part, they say it's not a requirement. If it happens again, it happens, but it's not a requirement. But I do know someone who has never been married, who's over forty five, and very much wants to get married, and thinks that I have been hurt, <laughs> and I'm a little scarred, and that's why. I don't feel like I need to get married. And I'm like, no, no, no. I've had it. 
I respect the fact that you want it because you've never had it. So you need to respect the fact that I've been there and I've done that and it's not a requirement for me anymore. Now, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not walking around saying I want to get married. Right, right. A- absolutely. And I, and that's why I was really surprised at the person who had been married before because, um, you know, she said she'd been married before more than once, but she still felt like, you know, she wanted to be married again. Like that was a requirement. It wasn't like, like I'm saying, if it ha- if that's what that person wants, then great. But the, I don't have to do it. She wanted to get married again. Like it was a requirement. He was either going to marry her or not. So do you think there was, there's like a, was it like maybe a religious belief behind it? No, because you know what? That's, that's funny <laughs> you should ask because that's the first thing I said. Like, do you, is it because of church or you know, your religion, your faith, or whatever. And she was like, no, I just want to be married again. Like, that was her thing. She Um, wanted to be married again. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's that's not me. You know me. I say to each of them. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's what I said to her. And, And I'm sure that there's guys for her that you know, will feel the same way. I have a friend who is on the dating site and she was saying she she sees a lot of men over 50 who've never been married, you know, and want to be married. So, I mean, I guess they're out there. <laughs> they, they, yes, yes, they I'm are. sure they are. I, I know one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think I only know one. Right. Yeah, like I I was surprised, but you know, so so I guess we're saying marriage is not a requirement. Um a long-term committed relationship is just because we don't want marriage doesn't mean that we don't want to be in a committed relationship. We just don't have to be married and we can live with the person without any um, regrets or um, feeling like you're doing something wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I kind of live my life like that though. So, the shacking is one of the. <laughs> As <laughs> do I. <laughs> so, if if you if you don't like it, then I understand. I you know just move about, move on. But you know, other than my parents, I would be like, if you don't like it, don't visit. But you know, I wouldn't say that to them. I would right. accommodate them. But they're the only ones that I would Absolutely. accommodate. In so that way. see, for me, and accommodating them to right. a certain extent. So see, for me, since my parents are deceased, I have no one to be no nobody. If you don't. And you know, if it's not your cup of tea, other than my um my bonus parents, right? Your my girls. bonus parents and my children, then um, you know, yeah, that's that's it. So now we can get into um ratchet recap. Okay. So I'm not really sure what which ratchet recap we need to. We need to talk about if you saw it. 
the Atlanta Housewives. Okay, because I was going to say, I think I'm caught up on Atlanta Housewives. So, yeah, I, w- this last episode is where um, Eva stormed out of the restaurant. That one? She stormed out and then she stormed back in. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He, that was, it was kind of funny because she went out, then she came back. Well, I'm only going to talk to you, Nene. But she wound up coming in talking to the entire group. So, so and, and that was and that was partly because of her husband. But you know, she did apparently Candy has this YouTube channel and she kind of recaps the shows. And right. she did like a two part with Eva. And Eva who apparently see this is the thing what I was thinking, okay, all of this stuff is not real because I saw pictures online of the opening of Candy and Todd's second restaurant, OLG. Well, I uh-huh. saw that before I saw the episode, so I was thinking it was present day, and I saw uh-huh. Nene in the pictures, and I'm like, Nene not mad with them! But then I realized it was actually on Sunday's episode, and she just waited to post the pictures until the episode came out, so it was right. actually not present day. But according right. to the little interview with Candy, Eva and Nene are not friends. And I knew it when I was watching. When Eva said, Nene, I will talk to you because I respect you, but no cameras. And she kept the camera on. Right. I right. don't I don't think that was right. Or or I feel like if they said no, we're gonna keep rolling, she should have told Eva that. Right. right. Don't don't say, okay, I'm going to take the, 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 the mic off and then you keep it on. Like, that's, that's kind of foul. I didn't right. appreciate that. Because she even said, even going to be mad when she yeah, said. Yeah, but you do it anyway. Right. And if, if you're my friend, then whether this is scripted or not, and you realistically say, hey, I want to talk to you, but no cameras, no mic. Then I'm either gonna take my camera, you know, my mic off and tell them no camera, or I'll say, hey, Sonya, I'm giving you a heads up. They won't let me take my mic off. Yeah. You know. And on the interview with Candy, Eva had said that. If she she should have yeah. just said, Hey, I still have the mic on. They don't want me to take it off, whatever. And she would have been fine with that. Right. Now, I'm gonna tell you one thing that was a little disappointing to me that I'm seeing now. Eva posted something on Instagram. And now Eva posted it, but it said from the desk of at Michael Sterling. So it appeared that, I guess, Michael posted it. And it was just about what Marley, Eva's daughter's dad, was saying about needing money and Eva is taking care of her husband and all this kind of stuff. And then the Michael guy, he clapped back. But I was like, see, you ruined it for me because I held you in a higher regard. But because you have succumbed to the internet drama, Uh like, I'm putting you with the rest of the housewives. Like, just, I don't think that that deserved a reply from from him. And he ran for mayor. I'm like, okay, is your political career over now? Are you not inspiring to do that anymore? Right. (laughs) 
Right. Because why why get into the the drama? You bigger and better than that. Like yes. just let 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 whatever be said. That's kind of how I felt about and I know it's for TV and they have to be over the top or whatever. But that's kind of how I felt about responding about where I live. It unless yeah. any of you skanks are paying for my rent or mortgage or whatever. Why do you care? Like I, I was trying to think with my friends, would I would I care if she's renting her house or not? No, I don't care. Like that has nothing to do with me. So I wouldn't be so invested in oh my gosh, Sonya's living in a nice house, but she's renting. Okay. Yeah. And you know, that was Eva's first and I and watching her with Candy. I was like, I, I was like, okay, I understand, and it made me maybe have another level of respect for her, cause she seemed uh-huh. uh, in that interview, she seemed to be more real Genuine. than right. Yes, than it is yeah. portrayed on the show. But again, the show is it's an edited version of the show, and like Candy said, it's the show they edit that you're gonna have that conversation, and I understand she had to go back in, she had to have that conversation. I was even okay when her husband pulled up and they were off to the side and he was saying, because she was saying, I don't owe anybody anything. Right. And he was saying, but it's on the table. So you need to go in and you need to control the narrative. You need to let your voice be heard as opposed to letting them run with it. You tell your truth. And then she goes back in. I was okay with all of that. But mm-hmm. his clap back on social media had nothing to do with the show and TV. And editing, like he didn't need to do that. Like, leave it to let her defend her situation if she chooses to do that. Let her do that. But you coming back having a back and forth with this dude, mm-mm. yeah, no. I, I that's just, not it. Yeah, the whole thing just wasn't right to me. Like, I understand that they're not friends. Marlo is super messy or whatever. But I don't know. That just seemed like a low blow. Like she... So now, okay, let me go back to Marlo now. Are we blaming Marlo for this? Um, yes, I am. I am Okay, but Marlo Marlo did not manufacture the story. You're right. And if we... Let's go back. Marlo called this chick and she said... I ha- I have you on speaker because I want them to know this came from you. It didn't come from me, and I did not make it up. I'm just I'm just letting that be known. So I felt like again, it's a show, and the tea was brought to Marlo, and she. I feel like if that information was given to any of the other ladies, they would have brought it back the same way that Marlo did because that's what they do. I guess if it's for the show, then I'll I'll go with that. But um but if it was real life, I don't know, like I can't say that I will hold that information, but probably what would happen is I would call somebody directly and say, Girl, let me tell you what they said about Eva, blah blah blah. But Yeah, but the part know, that they're not talking about is Something obviously happened between Eva and her friend. Right. But, you know, like she was saying on the little Candy 
episode. Um, that that happens with weddings. I noticed when my daughter got married, her and several of her bridesmaids um had issues afterwards. And to this day, a couple of them, we still don't know why, like what happened. So I don't know if emotions get high or, you know, you, you find out who your true friends are or whatever. Because she said this girl was her friend for... Yeah, and I think that that's what they need to address. Not the fact that Marlo brought it to light. This chick, has she not used Marlo to bring it out? It would have been someone else. And I think she used Marlo because right. she knew that Marlo and Eva were not close. So I feel like Marlo was just the avenue that she chose to get the information out. The story is whatever happened between those two. And I saw a comment online that basically said, hey, they none of them can't really say anything about Eva because they all, ex with the exception of Candy, when they got on there and Cynthia... They didn't really have a whole lot going for them. And she right. was like, if I remember correctly, cars were repo. People were renting their homes. People were getting their teeth fixed. So don't try to come for, for Eva. And if I'm thinking I remember in the past on some of these shows that some of these ladies do rent the homes because they don't want the cameras in their homes. Right. In their, their personal homes. So... Yeah, I don't I don't think it was a big deal. I think the hurt was that it came from who was this person that was supposedly her friend. Right. And she didn't like the fact that that Nene held on to the information. Right. So, you know, I don't like Marlo anyway. So I always am team against Marlo. But <laughs> and so I I was like Marlo up here um, you know, spilling the tea. Have we ever heard what Marlo does for a living? Marlo has businesses, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> Nobody's seen or heard of these. Marlo is the Tommy of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, we never... No, she's not that bad. We don't know what Marlo does, but she always wears designer clothes, always getting her hair done or whatever. But nobody has heard anything about a job. She probably has some donuts. You know, she had a she had a boutique. Uh-huh. Now, now I don't know if she still fit I don't think she physically has and I shouldn't say that because I have no I didn't I I don't know anything about this woman's business. But I think I've seen where she's she's done some apparel. Okay. And at one point she did say she had a boutique because she posted a, a full clapback, said everybody's coming for her, but she just delivered the tea that was poured okay. to her. And, and I get that. And and if it wasn't her, it would have it would have come from somebody else. And I don't think Eva was like, yeah, okay, that's Marlo. We, we don't like each other. Right. I get that. Her issue was her friend did it, and the fact that Nene didn't give the information to her. And Candy pretty much said, well, you know, they tell us not to talk to each other off cameras because they want to catch everything on camera. And she said, but that's still my friend. There should have been a phone call. Or she could have called me right then when, when Marlo was telling them what was going on. Which brings me to 
Did Nene have a reason to be mad at Tanya for spilling the tea before Nene got there? Well, well, I don't, I didn't think so. Like, I could see what Tanya was saying because her and Eva had formed a friendship. So, I mm-hmm. mean, I would feel I, if I knew something about you or something, somebody was talking. I wouldn't feel comfortable waiting until somebody else says something. And then you looking at me like you've been sitting looking at me for the whole hour and you hadn't said anything like you didn't think to call me or nothing. No, I would want to be the one who told you. Now, maybe I tell you and then I tell you act like you didn't hear and or whatever. I don't know. But I know that I would want to tell you if I'm calling you my friend. Now, I understand what Nene was saying, but I think Nene just wanted, she loves to lead, lead everything. It, it, it can't happen yeah. unless yeah. she, you know, she's led it. But I, another thing that, speaking of Nene being mad, I just saw the little clips for next week. And um, just a teaser on this ratchet recap, and then we can finish it up next week. But do you saw Nene get mad at Cynthia because she invited Kenya? That's what I saw. I said, okay, so now we know. Now we know where the anger comes from. Right, right. And I was a, I was impressed with Cynthia's clack. Uh, clap back. My event, I invite who I want to invite. So do you think Nene had a a, a valid... No. No. And I say that because, well, maybe if it was just a lunch, and it was just the three of them, and Cynthia know they don't like each other, but I don't think that if if we know we have mutual people, and you have an issue with one of them, for whatever reason. But I'm okay with them. Does that mean that I sh- And this is what... Th- they they do this thing. And this was on another one of the shows. I can't remember which one. Oh, it was on the, the, the hip-hop ladies in, <laughs> in Miami. I'm not friends with this person. So you can't be friends with this person. No, we, we don't do that as grown women. We don't do that as adults. Now, this person may have wronged you. Right. But if they didn't do anything to me, I'm not going to be mean to this person or throw this person away. Now, what I won't do is I won't discuss that person with you or you with that person. I won't do that. And if Cynthia... And it's common knowledge that Cynthia and Kenya are close. So, number one, Cynthia never hid that fact. They pretty much always been close so Nene knows that so if Cynthia was having an event or I think they, she showed up at Portia's baby shower or gender reveal whichever one it was if Cynthia is, is laughing right. and talking to Kenya well, why see, is that that's, a problem that, that can she be it, both of their friends like Nene was being really childish and everything has to be about her if you're my girlfriend and you're putting on an event and you're friends with, let's say, Keisha, and me and Keisha don't get along, but it's your event, 
then if you invite Keisha, all I would hope is that you would give me like a little heads up and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm inviting Keisha. She's going to come. I mean, you don't owe that to me, but I, I would hope that you would do that. Yeah. But as an adult and as a friend, then I would be like, cool. I'm not going to say, well, either Keisha or me. Like, that's not fair to you. This is not about me. This is about you, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I think especially if it's a big event. And again, I wouldn't do that, I think, if it's like a lunch. Right. If we're going to lunch. No. It would be one or the other. Because if, and, and I think we should get at a point at this age and at the age that these ladies are, even if it was a lunch, they should be able to sit at the table and be cordial and keep it moving. Well, I was going to say that I've been in a, a situation like that, that I've been invited somewhere to, to happy hour with someone that I didn't too much care for and she didn't care for me. But because the person that invited us, we both liked, then I, I sucked it yeah. up. We were cordial. And like we, you said, you know, we sat at the table give you, and we were Give cordial. you a heads up and you can decide whether or not you want to show up. But I think that for Nene, it, she would want to be the chosen one. And then she also said on that clip, I need you to be here for me. And I'm like, if Nene says that one more time this season, I'm right. like, mind. Like, I'm so over her making every event about her. Like, why does everything have to be about you? Like, it doesn't. This was Cynthia's thing. That was Eva's wedding. This was... All these different events were not <laughs> about you. Like, sometimes right. you just have to... Even if you're having a really crappy time in your life, if it's somebody else's thing, then let them do their thing. Like, apparently this was Cynthia's whatever, something she was given. Why couldn't she just let, let her have her couple of hours? Then we can go back to talking about you and Greg and his cancer and y'all breaking up and be here for me and support me. Then you could go back to talking about that. But let her but have a moment. I'm really hoping there's more to it than that. Because if Nene is really upset with Cynthia for in, uh, inviting Kenya to something. Okay. I'm going to really be mad at her. <laughs> I'm hoping too. there's a little bit more to it than that. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. And that's what we will discuss on our ratchet recap um, next week because we'll get to see the full episode. And so we'll just, dis we'll discuss that next time on Ratchet Recap. So I guess that's the end of our episode.